Yo, yo. It's a, a, a special edition. Special edition? Special edition of the Wrap Up Podcast. Uh, count this as 40. This is 40. We gonna count this as 40? All right, we gonna count this as 40. No, no, no. Edition. No, this don't count, man. This don't, this count. don't count. This don't count? All right, all right. The Wrap Up Podcast short. <laughs> Wrap Up Podcast short. Special edition. Uh, we tuning in right after The Last Dance, man. Episodes uh, three and four. Yo, I am, I'm amped up, bro. I am like, I'm super hyped right now. I ain't even gonna, I ain't even gonna front. This one, this one was way better than one and two. Yeah, yeah. Better than one and two. Man, it's, um, hold on real quick. Trying to get, trying to get our special guest in here too. Uh, but. Man, I, I was like on the edge of my seat the entire time. Like I didn't know it was getting ready to happen. And it was <laughs> it was still amazing to watch, bro. Every every single minute. It was it was crazy. I I, I enjoyed I enjoyed every minute of it, dog. It was dope, man. It was crazy. It was, it was dope. crazy. Had the phone and the laptop going off at the same time, just texting. Yo, yo I, I'm I'm in like two or three different group chats. <laughs> People and I'm like, yo, did you see that? Did you hear what Horace said? And it's like, <laughs> oh my goodness, it was so live, bro. Right there, man. Yo, it was it was live. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. I loved every minute of it, dog. Um, man, I, I'm 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 sitting here celebrating our uh, reliving our first championship win. I got my little drink. <laughs> I went through all of the emotions. I went through all of the emotions, man. I'm like, I'm like, look, man, I, we, I gotta celebrate tonight, man. I gotta celebrate tonight. This was, this was heavy. I loved it though. I, I loved it. So it jumped off with, um, it jumped off with Rodman. Mm-hmm. Him being an integral piece of of the Bulls' second run, and really more than anything about how he was um, a person who knew his role. You 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 know uh, uh, how people are. There's so many different monikers and cliche sayings of you know like knowing your role and staying in your lane and um, do, doing what you can do. That was Dennis Rodman to a T. Mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman knew what he was good at. Let me rephrase. Dennis Rodman knew what he was great at, and he never tried to go out of bounds with that. He knew exactly what he can do. He knew exactly why he was there, and he always succeeded in that. Um, what was dope to me is um, how a lot of people and probably the younger cats don't know that Dennis, even from his time in Detroit, was a pretty decent scorer. And they showed him in his uh, college days when he and he said, "I averaged twenty-seven and twenty-seven and fifteen. But he said, "What he didn't have to do that for his teams he was with, his squads he was with. So he figured out what he can do to, to one stay in the league." Two, to have some sense of longevity and to make a um, a statement on the league. So my man said, I'm going to study defense and rebound. It. Yeah. Because if, you, if you look at those seasons he had with the Bulls, not as much as with San Antonio, but he had a couple of games where he sparked 14 points, 20, um, 20 points. He had those grooves when the team – was kind of I don't want to say lackluster because when you have, when you got Mike you're not lackluster, but when the team needed a, needed an extra punch, Dennis cared on those free throws. 
He didn't miss those bunnies. He extended out 17 feet when he had to. So a lot of his game is overshadowed due to the antics and his rebounding. But if he wanted to, this is in retrospect now, he could have been probably a, a 17 and 12 cat in the league. Yeah. Easy. Absolutely. And the thing is, is uh, you brought up a good point, is he – he Dennis Rodman is probably one of the best, if not the best, adaptable player yeah. ever pick up a basketball. Because he could score if he wanted to, but with with the Pistons, you had Vinny Johnson coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. You had Dumars. You had Isaiah Thomas. Those were your guys who were going to fill it up. When he was in San Antonio, you had David Robinson. You had Sean Elliott. You had uh, Vinny Del Negro. Mm-hmm. You, didn't, you didn't need him to come in and get you 15 and 20 points. So he always knew how to adapt and be the piece uh, around the, the the rest of the team that was there. So many times he was always looked at uh, as an outcast and as, you know, like this strange guy yeah. uh, who always took away from the focal point of the team. But when it really boils down to it, a lot of the times Dennis was the nucleus. <coughs> Dennis was the nucleus because he mm-hmm. knew no matter what, I can adapt to this team and make sure that what I'm going to bring to the game and what I'm going to bring to this team will help us succeed. And that, that's, that's why he was so dope, man. That's why he was so dope. He just needed a little vacation ain't now and then. <laughs> <laughs> he just needed to get in his little vacation time. He just needed to get in his, his little I'm vacation time. Yo, you know, we ain't going to get him back in 48. We ain't getting him back in 48 hours, man. Hey, yo, and the way – um, the way that he, he slammed that beer and then he hopped on the bike. I'm oh my goodness. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I know, I know he ain't just shotgun this beer and then hop on the bike off into the night like Batman. <laughs> oh, yo, I'm like, yo, this man is gone. They, they gave him a free pass to Vegas and said, yo, just go do you for 48 hours. You said you need this time and then come back. They say, what was he gone like 90, 92 hours? Or yeah. Mike said, I have to go to Vegas, knock on the door, cover the lecture under the bed. <laughs> she said, She, she said, She got the covers over and she said, It's Michael Jordan at the door. She said, I don't want to see you like this. Like, oh, yo, man. that was so trippy. It was, it was wow. But it's like, this is the difference of the things that. Um, that made the uh, episodes three and four better than one and two is because these tidbits I didn't get. You know, yeah. not that one and two was bad. One and two was still phenomenal, but I knew everything. It, it, it didn't teach me anything new. Mm-hmm. I didn't get anything, anything extra out of it. But this one, three and four, crazy. Yeah, it was. It was. So I see Nicholas coming on. Nick coming on now, man. My man Reed, what up, bro? He said he said he uh he new to the Zoom. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um at the at the bottom, bro, you should uh have a uh, a uh, uh, mute button and uh stop or start video. Click that at the bottom left corner of the screen. You should be able to see it. Yo. Yeah, so while we wait for him to come on, once again it's the wrap up podcast. I'm Stefan and to my left is your boy Fresh. Follow oh, yeah. us on all socials at uh, the Wrap Up Podcast. That's uh, Apple Podcast, Google, Spotify, Video, YouTube. Um, it kind of intro uh, who we got coming on, um, Fresh. 
Yeah, man. So uh, this this my homie Reed. He actually also has his own podcast um, uh, called Sessions Sessions Conversations. So we've been trying to get this for the longest, yeah. uh, like a couple of months, man. We both fans of each other's podcast. Definitely got some great content. So uh, this is our first chance finally being able to link up, quarantine making some things possible. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> so we're trying to link up and uh, talk about this last dance, man. I, I don't know. He he might be having some technical difficulties. I, I don't know. See what's up. We we waiting for him. So so while we wait for him, and you said so you call him Reed, right? Is that something you just called him, or I should call him Nick? Oh, the rabbit getting old. He done froze up. He froze up. No, I thought you was froze. Oh no no no! I'm here. Yeah, so it's like, man, the the whole the whole thing with him going off to Vegas um, was nuts. But even prior to that, the the thing that really got me was how much it kind of changed his psyche with Pitt being out for them 30, 40 games or whatever it was. Yeah, Mike had to rely on him. Mike was like interaction on the bench, how Mike, how they was going through the game, do this, do this. So they kind of developed a bond in that moment. If you go back to Rodman and how he was raised in his life, he was always the one left out. So when Mike brought him in, you know, of course I can see how, you know, I don't want to call him unstable, but kind of sensitive. I'll say that how sensitive he was mentally to, uh, okay, Rodman's coming back. Now I got to go be, um, Alfred or whoever the third tier from Aquaman. I got to be Aquaman now, you know. Superman got Batman, Robin, whichever one people can be, but now I got to be Aquaman. Yeah, so, I mean, and, and that first of all, that's natural human psyche. Everybody likes to be relied upon or, or, or thought of in a higher regard to say, hey, I'm needed, I'm wanted. And when he was getting that from the greatest player to ever touch a basketball, it meant something to him. Mm-hmm. It it, it, it it gave him a sense of accomplishment. Not that he wasn't somebody who was already very well accomplished in the NBA in his own right, but anytime that you can have a, a, a giant in the game like Mike say, hey, I need you, and then you come through and and you, you not only um, become an intricate part of what they're building, but, you know, he, he, he can lean on you. You could be trusted. Yeah. It was a bond there. It was a sensibility there. So, yeah. with that being said, I think we, we got you in here, bro. We, we, we got the audio. What, what, what's, what's good, bro? Oh, bro, I ain't never used Zoom before. I didn't even know I was I was coming through, bro. Y'all keep pushing through. I'm just trying to get set up. <laughs> All right, for sure, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, man, it's it's like the, the fact that he was able to – the he was able to um to, to get that from Mike it meant something to him. And all of a sudden, Scotty come back after after like the All Star break. Well, no, it was before the All Star break. Before, right before the All Star break, you get him back, and then it's like, yo, like where where do I fit in? Then it's like we had this great chemistry. You know, they would they went on this great run while Scotty was out, and now Scotty comes back, and it's like he felt like he got kind of pushed to the back burner. So all of a sudden he started to dive down and it's what I like, what, what I really come to realize and even more so now because I'm older is everything with Rodman, whether he was playing great 
or whether he was having uh, lulls in his game, it's all about the psyche for Rodman. Yeah. It was never about the ability. It's never about uh, his level of talent. It's never about um, the pieces around him. No matter where you put Dennis Rodman in any team, on any court, with it doesn't matter the amount of players that you have around him. The talent was always going to be there. The talent was going to show. It was all about the mental state and and where Dennis was at. Um, what was his mental state at that moment? Mike shared that when they had that first practice back and um, when they was doing the sprints. And he said, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, Robin was going full speed and they had to catch up, catch up with him four laps in. Yes. You know what I mean? So it shows one. It's, it's, it's a respect he had for not the Bulls in general, but to Phil and Michael because they didn't approach him probably as he was approached with Chuck Daly and probably with um, whomever in uh, San Antonio. They didn't touch him with five, I mean, with white gloves. You know, they weren't afraid of him. They told him what it was, yo, you can't go to Vegas. Yo, I got to go to Vegas. Yo, I need you here. I got to go to Vegas. Okay. We give who, who else is giving somebody 48 hours to take a vacation? That's what I'm saying. Love Nobody. Him. That's not happening anywhere else. <laughs> they gave them that tough love, that 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 relationship they had was, okay, we understand that he's a introvert, but we need his production. He's kind of wacky, as they call it, but we need him here. What are we able to bend on that doesn't, you know, balance of the team, you know, that doesn't upset the balance of the team, that doesn't um, they didn't care what the media thought because it's the Bulls, man they they didn't care what the media said but Mike and Phil was able to maneuver around that situation with ease and I don't think they were in the um, in the office and they were upset and yelling you can't go, you need it, okay go take it, Pippin back, go take it go take it, do what you gotta do I know Jordan did voice his concern. Yo, I need a vacation. What you talking about? You need a vacation. I'm the one that needs the vacation, but they understood the greater good, and this is what Mike played all 82 that season. (laughs) (laughs) Mike's on vacation, bro. (laughs) Man. And and the thing about it is, is there we go. What's good, bro? What's so, going on, man? Don't y'all need me to press down here at the bottom? I need, I need to hit record. Like, no, 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 you good. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah man. I'm coming through clear. Yeah, you good. You good. All right, all right. I'm, I'm one of them old folks with this. I'm like, bro, you know. I don't do the Zoom meetings. You feel me? It's like Teddy Riley. You good? <laughs> <laughs> you Teddy, you Teddy Riley, you good. Hey, what's, what's going on with y'all, man? Nicholas, is everything fine? Is everything oh. okay? <laughs> oh, 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 man. Let me turn my audio up real quick, because he's trying to go real quick. Uh, man, yo, plug yourself, bro. Yo, plug it, man. Uh, what's, what's going on, everybody, man? Read from uh, the Session, Con- uh, Session Conversation podcast. I do a few more, one with my homegirl Jazz, Jazzy World Podcast, and uh, the Reasonable Ignorance Podcast as well with my brother. This is low-key my fourth one of the of the weekend, so. Um, oh, you putting in work. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, on my only off days from my, my, my other job, so. I feel I'm, you. I'm here, man. Yeah, we happy to have you, man. I know we've been no trying doubt, to do. No doubt. Yo, definitely fans of your show, um, and, and, and I'm glad you're rocking with us, man. So we. 
we just talking about we chopping it up about um Rodman in the last dance and uh you know how how he fit with the Bulls and and the different things about him. Obviously, you watched the uh the episodes today, right? So uh, what, what was what was your take on it? What I really took from it was just the fact that like watching his own thirty for thirty and then watching this one, mm-hmm. it seems like he played well when he had a coach that was like a father figure. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and like like because I was overhearing what y'all was saying, just trying to get together. Like he did need that space away from the game to to do whatever he needed to do to to feel like he was an individual. You know what I'm saying? Still within whatever it was that needed to take place in the team, he needed his release. And yeah. it, it, it seems like Phil and them kind of figured it out, and they let him do it. And and just I think it was a thing for like being around the right players too, because he needed players. I think he needed better players who were maybe more offensively inclined or just carried the team in other ways he couldn't so he could fit in. Because, like, in Detroit, the situation was defense rebound. Isaiah and Dumars, they score. Everybody else does what they do. This is my part. It was the same thing when he came to Chicago. He was just a dirty man. You know what I'm saying? So, I I mean, I think think he was definitely the glue for that team. Um, Yeah. Just defensively, period. That's just what they needed. Yeah, I – Totally agree. Um, the main thing that that he did well, like we we've been saying and reiterating, is he stayed in his lane. He, it, it was never a point where all of a sudden you tried to see him overstep what Mike was doing or overstep what Scotty was doing. No. Or or start to go off into his own thing. He knew exactly what he was there to do. He stayed with it, and he made it work. He was he was a part of the championship basketball because he knew exactly what he needed to do. He knew his part. He knew how he fit. And that's what was dope about the Bulls team in general. Each player from player one down to player 15 understood their roles. Jack Haley, you the cheerleader. That's what you do. <laughs> Bobman, you go over to Jack Haley. That's your confidant. You tell him whatever you need to let loose off your chest. So we can get into this game and win. Bill Winnington, we need you to hit three of these twelve footers and maybe two buddies. You know, yeah. so everybody knew what they had to do in order to be successful. So that's one thing that I think helped Rodman. That everybody, and like you mentioned, Reed, everybody knew what they were to do on the squad. You didn't have to have a notepad that okay, you didn't rebound today. Hey, you didn't hit your threes, Kurt. That's all we need you to do, hit them open jumpers. You didn't do that. They all knew, and it was succinct. They all knew what they had to do, and they did it, and they did it well. Yeah, man, that's why That's why they won so much. And they, that's also why they could have won more. Oh, yeah, that's, a, that's a different story. You know, the, the Jerry's kind of uh, – kind of Right. Well, we'll get into that part. I wonder uh, if they're going to get into that. Oh, they got to. Oh, they have to. They have to. to. You think so? Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to come in five. It's got to come in episode five, I think. Because I had a theory about, like, how the episodes played out, why it was 10 to last dance, because it seemed like they keep flashing back. And I was telling D on the podcast earlier, like, they're going to keep doing that the whole time. Yeah. They basically, as they tell you about, you know, um, that season, that last season, they have to give you the context as to why everybody is the way they are. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So if you lining it up, what we just got done with the first championship is the fourth episode, five ships to go, five episodes to go. I just didn't know how much they was gonna really get into. Oh, ah. they was really I gonna think, get into get into Mike and his uh 
his his first retirement if they was gonna get into the first retirement. Well, that part I don't know. Right. I I, I think they'll touch it. I think they'll definitely touch it. Um, because I, obviously four was more so getting into um overcoming Detroit. And you know we gotta talk about that. I know your ties to Detroit. I got ties to Detroit with my family being up there. So we definitely gonna get into that. Um I think they'll touch that because it's no way you can have a last dance and talk about all of this and not talk about how he retired, talk about uh his father passing. I think mm-hmm. they'll I don't know how deep they'll dive into it. They only got 10 episodes, right? Mm-hmm. You can you can literally drag this out to be 20 or 25 if you want it, because it's so much that happened in that those those 10 years, you right. know, it, it, of the of the 90s. You know, it right. was a ton, it was a ton of uh, different things that happened from you know overcoming uh Detroit and then starting to grow into their own and they 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 win their three repeat and then Mike's father passes away and then he leaves the game and then he comes back. It's so many different pieces to touch. You can drag this out beyond 10 episodes, but the fact that they, this is more so focused on last dance. Um, I think they'll touch it. I just don't know. I just don't know how deep they're going to get, but I think they'll touch it. I think they're going to get pretty deep because the next episode I saw a, um, a highlight of it on ESPN is um, the dream team. So that's around that, that time frame, um, a little bit afterwards. So that's Mike Pop's death. They got to talk about Tony Kukoc because he was right. integral and part of the Jerry Krauts mm-hmm. and uh, the Dream Team, how they went against him. And uh, was it Croatia? Because I know it was popular more in Croatia. So I think yeah. they'll touch on I think they'll touch on it quite a bit because um, they're going to have to get into the conversation of what would have happened if he didn't retire. True. Yeah, man, it's 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 definitely something they're gonna touch, and I hope we get I hope we get enough. I don't want them to just you know like give us ten or fifteen minutes of it, and then they just kind of breeze through it. So um, I think they'll touch it, but it's it's kind of hard to see how deep they're gonna get. But I, I'm 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 here for it. Obviously, I'm, I'm. How do y'all feel about everything so far, though? Like just as far as everything in the first four episodes, um, anything that you didn't know that you might have found out like oh okay or because like for me it's, it's more like okay this some of this is deja vu i didn't know about i didn't know scotty wasn't paid i didn't know he would like i didn't know it was that bad yeah that yeah. bad the like, numbers the numbers kind of like was like yo i didn't know it was that bad so right basically one and two i pretty much knew everything instead until, until they started talking about the numbers for scotty right um, that part two uh, I mean, um, three and four episodes, three and four. I definitely learned some new stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. With the uh, with Rodman going to Vegas, <laughs> yo, that's crazy. Rod Rodman getting basically like a hall pass. They gave Rodman a hall yeah. pass. That, that's what it was. That's what it was. They gave Rodman a hall pass, and I'm like, this this is nuts. That was that was the one for me. That I'm that, not surprised though. That it, it was new to me, but I'm like. Okay, that's that's some Dennis yeah. Rodman shit. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, it is. <laughs> because here's the thing: if they didn't give him the okay, he would have win anyway. And we kind of talked exactly. about, and we kind of talked about it last week, uh, Aaron, about um, how with this doc, it's making Jordan seem more likable again. You know, he went mm-hmm. to that point where 
if you love Mike, you love them, but you always have that arrogance vibe, like people say about Kobe. This his 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 demeanor, the way he's talking, the candidness, you know, yeah. the, the all gloves are off. The way he talked about Isaiah, this is going to make people that held him in that you know disregard respect the game more and make him more likable to a new generation. We already love him because we grew up with him. We know his right. personality, but now that was make him more likable to a new generation, which is dope. I think everybody already knew Mike was an asshole, though. Yeah. I think we knew that he was growing up <laughs> yeah. liking Mike. Yeah. Like, yo, this nigga's an asshole. But that's okay. Now. Jordan. Yeah. But, but now, like, the doc is kind of showing you. I, I don't even think it's the fact that he's. I think it's just the fact that he's talking. Yeah. It's like. I agree. It's Michael Jordan talking about basketball. It's yeah. like. Because he's like, always been a private dude. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's the point. So, like, it's like. Oh my God, it's Mike. Like, I wouldn't care if he was on there. Like, if, if you want to really like get into it, half the reason why that team got broken up is because they used to like get on Jerry Krause so bad. They used to talk about him so bad. Yeah. Like, like that like, was even a the laughing stock in the locker room. Yeah. yeah. Like that, it's crazy. That's mind blowing when you think about like this team was doing what it was doing. And jokes between grown men is what was the driving factor behind all of this. Because they still being pretty mild about it. Like they kind of touched on it a little bit. But about you can but you can tell from the clips that they Jerry, was, Jerry, even when it, Jerry was dancing, they was yeah. 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 They was getting them. Yeah, they was like, they did not like this dude, man. Not at all. I don't think I mean, because we were in the city and you know, it was in the papers and all of that stuff. And even still, even at a young age, you knew I mean, and it was always on the news, it was always on TV talking about the rift between Jerry Krause and the Bulls players. Right. So they really still not talking about how deep in depth, like the insults and, and, and the demise was. Like, and you they, can't because he's not here to defend himself. So even though they probably did on camera, they can't put it in because then it'll become a one-sided event. Even though he, they did call him what they called him, they show him both spectrums. This is what led them to call Jerry this, but this is also yeah. what you did to make Jerry feel this way. So I kind of yeah. like that, but I wish Jerry was here to be able to defend himself or at least expound on what his mindset was during the time, even if Jerry Rosdorf would have done it. Yeah, they being super mild, though, because yeah. they said, like, it got ugly. It got ugly. You ugly. can that, see that. it. You can, you can see it, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're not here, bro. He put him in a movie, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he did, like, yo. And and as a kid, I didn't. I never really put two and two together. Not at all. Like it's it's like now you go back and I literally watched Space Jam the other day with the kids, and I'm like, yo, that's Jerry Krause. <laughs> that's Jerry Krause, and I Stop, man. <laughs> together until until watching the Last Dance doc, and I'm like, yo. Mike was vicious. Mike didn't give a shit. <laughs> nah. Mike, 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 like, I love how Mike tried to come in there and seem like they tried to portray him as this, this sweet old kid while he was in college. And when he got to the book of cocaine surface, hey, hey. all right. Mike stop was it. Getting, stop Mike it. Was you, you stop you it. You ain't just getting turned out. You get turned out when you got to the league. <laughs> Yo, Mike, Mike already, Mike knew it. Get him on Tobacco Road, man. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. 
Don't Mike knew what it was, man. Chicago turned you out. No, oh, you do something. Oh, oh, told you, man. I'm glad right. you said Rory Sparrow. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Mason, man. All this oh. for George Gervin over there. Yeah, you know. Hey, one thing I I, I definitely want to touch more on, on on Detroit, man. So this this one this the Detroit basically episode four really meant a lot to me just because um, watching the first championship over. First of all, watching Mike get whooped for them uh, them two years in uh, in eighty nine and ninety, and how much of uh, a hurt that they put on. I, I always, always, always hated Detroit. So, one, because they was whooping on my team. But then, two, my fa- I got family members in Detroit, and they used to let us have it at the family reunion. Right. About talking bad on Mike, talking bad on the Bulls, saying we never going to do nothing, we never going to be nothing. And when we finally overcame that, man, it was, it was everything. Because not only did you beat them, but you swept them. Yeah. Swept them, swept them right off the court, and then they just they just walked off. I loved every minute of rewatching that tonight. That was that was by far that was my favorite part. And Mike, Mike was trying to hear nothing what Isaiah was talking. None Mike, of that. Oh, none of that. Whatever. He said that. I still believe he felt that way. <laughs> he said he was an asshole. He said nothing. <laughs> What are you gonna show me that's gonna change my mind from thinking that he was an asshole? Oh, he, he was adamant. He was, he, was, he, was, he was completely adamant, like, no. I'm, yeah, I'm, before I he even watched it. Yeah. Because <laughs> as soon as Isaiah, as soon as he pulled out the part, Isaiah was like, well, you know, I needed time. Over the time, and get, Mike was like, yeah. yeah go <laughs> that's the face he made. He was like, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you know the Detroit folks. You know, I I I got ties to Detroit now. Um, over the over the past few years, I've lived there. Um, yeah, I've been to hella Pistons games. You know, the bad boy culture is definitely still alive and well. That's still something they talk about. Um, I don't necessarily get a lot of people saying that they hate Mike, and even the ones that say they hate Mike, they still respect Mike. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, it's not a lot of just flat-out hate, like, oh, fuck, like, ooh, ooh. I, from what I've seen from a lot of Pistons fans is they'll give Mike his flowers before they give Magic and Bird his flowers. You feel mm-hmm. me? It's like they'll, they'll rock with Mike, you know what I'm saying, as opposed to Magic and, and, and um, the Bird fans. So, yeah, man, I mean, the Pistons, that, that Pistons team for sure um, definitely contributed to Mike becoming – the best player in the world. And Absolutely. I, think, I think as a fan of Michael Jordan, you have to respect that team. You might not respect – like, it's, it's the same thing just with the other the other two dominant teams. You're not going to have no love for Celtics. I'm not going to have no love for Lakers. But the Pistons, I got to respect that. Because if it wasn't for them, Mike wouldn't be who he was. So I agree. That was his first – that's his first professional like opposition. It's like, okay, I this Mike always needed a huge obstacle to overcome to push him to the next level. Right. The, his first major obstacle was really Detroit. Right. A lot of people was kind of saying, like, oh, well, you can kind of say it was the Celtics and what was that, like 86? 
You can't say that. The, Mike, That's the Bulls wasn't ready. Mike was Mike was there. I, Mike was there talent wise. Mike was there talent wise as soon as he stepped on the court. I mean, as a rookie, the team was like 26, 28. What they said, third game was like, oh, this guy's the leader. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It, it didn't take long, but you know, he needed he needed an opposition, and that really didn't come until like that 88, 89 when when Detroit started to turn it on. And they was like, look, we don't care how good you are. You can't get past us. Until you right. get past us, you, you're nothing. So that's, that, that really fueled Mike. I don't think we would have had the Michael Jordan that we got if it wasn't for Detroit. So you always got to give Detroit their respect. I don't like them, but I respect them. Same you said. It's like I, Detroit was dope. D- Detroit was dope. You, you hated to watch them beat up on, on your team, but – you had to respect it because of how, how nice they was. And it wasn't like they only played the Bulls like that. They played everybody like that. That's the only way they could win. They didn't have a lot of talent on that team. Yeah. It was like you – No, know, they didn't have a lot of runners. But I think even even that team, though, I, I want to say their talent was defense. They were a defensive team. That was their talent. It was yeah. a lot of talented defensive players. For that type of defense that you could play back then, they had the top of the top. They had the cream of the crop. It was like having Gary Payton in every goddamn position. It was like, fuck, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I think that was the talent in the team. And I, I don't think they was just messing up the Bulls. They was messing up the Lakers, too. That's they what I'm saying. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. It was the problem. They was giving – they was bad for business for everybody. You know what I'm everybody. saying? Everybody, yeah. They gave it to Portland. They gave it to Atlanta. Everybody. Everybody was getting it. You, if you was watching the clips tonight, they was knocking Dominique upside the head. <laughs> this is like trying to get to the when he fell, man. Yo, that was crazy. Dominique looked up like <laughs> he had a concussion. He had a concussion, bro. I don't get what nobody say. Like, he didn't finish the rest of that game. Serious right now, right? <laughs> and they said they knew that they could get away with it because the Bulls always tried to retaliate, but they were soft. And when yeah. he got pushed by Rodman and he didn't do anything, he just looked. John Sally, we knew it was over. We knew it was yeah. over because they went to another gear mentally that they weren't about to run with this no more. So that's that's a whole Zen master thing, man. That's Phil and Mike and the powers that be. Hey, I'm about to put on this muscle. I want to give the pain. I don't want to take the pain anymore. So that's all Mike and Phil, man. That yeah. was big. That was big. And I, I'm, I'm glad the fact that you just uh, brought up Phil and that kind of – makes me piggyback a little bit to another thing I didn't know is um, the the Doug Collins text winner. Um, I didn't know that. In a little bit. I, I had no clue. Didn't know it. I had no clue about that. Now, I, I did know that uh, text winner was the mastermind behind the triangle yeah. and this offensive genius. I, I Being able to – that's another person who I wish was still alive to be able to uh, speak his piece on this. If we could have got some text winner clips on this right now, I think I would have loved that because um, I like I like what um, I like what Doug Collins was, was able to bring, but I did not know that really the way that he got pushed out wasn't necessarily because of just Phil, but I think it's more so Tex Winter. Winter mm-hmm. um, saying like, "Yo, we really need to change this and move this in a, into a different direction." Kraus is the man to run it. Yeah, that's Kraus. That's Kraus. Tex Winter is Kraus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, like if. Krause brought this man here. He grew up. He 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 fell in love with this. Mm-hmm. He just knew he didn't couldn't coach it. We thought you could coach it. You don't want to coach it. Feel fit. Look, 
<laughs> Phil's whole uh, whole uh, joint was wild. Right. I ain't know Phil was out there. <laughs> was <that> wrong? <laughs> Phil was a wild boy. Wait, first of all, you on the Knicks. Okay. You a hippie. Clearly you're a hippie. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. I get it. You end up, where he go? Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico. Coaching in Puerto Rico. His coaches you was getting get, shot. <laughs> you just won championships playing for the Knicks. Yo. And you're in Puerto Rico teaching, I mean, coaching games when niggas getting shot? By mayors? That was wild. By mayors. Yeah. Wait, the mayor shot the, shot the <laughs> This ain't no drug lord. Wait, this ain't no punishment. A public official. His punishment was, I. Right, you can't come to more, no more home games. What? <laughs> this nigga ain't gonna do no time? How, how did you go from winning, how did you go from being a hippie who played for the Knicks? So you played in the NBA. Was the NBA not popping like that in the 70s where if you won a championship, you was a champion? Two, two time, right? Yeah, yeah. back. Yeah, two time champion. Nigga, how you got two rings and you in Puerto Rico <laughs> coaching basketball? That doesn't make sense. How'd you put Putting blood on the bench. Dodging bullets at halftime. Gee, they were talking about it so casually. It yeah. was like the Fight Club of Basketball League. He was like, oh, yeah, he went down to Puerto Rico to coach down there. Like, <laughs> they call him. Oh, man. He played them joints, man. So, so, oh man, it was it was wild. It was wild, bro. I, I I love that. I didn't. That's another thing that I didn't know. So I'm already loving episodes three and four more than one and two, just because it gave me more that I didn't know. Phil, it, Phil being a hippie is new to me, but it don't surprise me. Phil was always talking that Zen stuff, and and he was Phil was always too cool. Very rarely did you ever see uh, Phil lose his cool. He he was always under control with it. But not knowing that he was tripping out on LSD and he he's that's that was white privilege, y'all. <laughs> Even back- how you how you playing basketball, writing books about taking acid? Yeah, yo, yo, straight up. That's white privilege. <laughs> you don't need to come out and say, "Oh, I was blew it down before the." Oh man, time in the seventies, man. That was that was different, bro. Phil Phil's joint was different. It was, but I loved it. I loved it. It made sense. It, you know, the, it, it connected some dots for me uh, because I was like, you know what? Phil seemed like he should be a hippie. This- Phil was getting high. I, I'm telling you, Phil was getting high in the offseason. He was probably getting high with Rodman. It only makes sense. They was probably doing their thing. That's why he always had his back. He was like, look, man, we're going to be all right. Let's just win this chip, and then we'll figure the rest out during the offseason. I got some shrooms in the back. It's cool. <laughs> Right, you know Robin was in on that, but it was yo this 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 second set of uh, uh, episodes was definitely better than the first. Two. Definitely, the, 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 the Phil episode is the one I like the most because it's like, <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> yo, the when he when, when he was talking about uh, bullets uh, in Puerto Rico, I'm like, this is crazy. Well, they said put the chickens on the bench and wipe the blood on the bench. They couldn't sit down, man. <laughs> Right, he was like, he was like, "Yo, man, you got dangerous." They was chicken blood was on the bench, and it was, you know, it was like usually going to the CBA and win a championship. Right after that, like it was nothing. <laughs> but like you win, nothing. but you win though. So yeah. now you won the Fight Club Championship League. Yeah. So now you get your pass. <laughs> now you get to come. Is that what you got to do to be an assistant coach in the NBA? Like, think about it. Like, I'm thinking about it like this as I'm watching. I'm like. 
damn, this like what early nineties, right? That shit's still going on right now. Gotta be. They ain't fooling nobody. I'm, I'm waiting. Where them documentaries at? Run me them. Run me a documentary on that league. Yo, they saying that. Um, I don't know. Did y'all see it? But um, they tried to uh offer a, a similar thing to um Golden State when the they Warriors. Yeah, yeah. So when the Warriors won, um, what was it? They, they the season where they won uh what the seventy three. Mm-hmm. They was um they were taping them throughout that entire season. And but then they said like no nah, they'll never they'll never do it. They said they thought that that was too arrogant. But, yeah, they no they had way. a similar they had a similar offer to uh the last dance. Can't no one of these. <laughs> they did. They did. They I did. Love it. Look, don't worry, LeBron got y'all. Yeah, they did. That's what's gonna come out. They did that. They did that and lost. Yeah, so yeah. Kobe's final season, and that's it. That's all I want. They did Kobe's too. Yeah, so um, Kobe, they they did the same thing for Kobe's final season. That one, obviously, I'm watching. That's gonna be special. Wade is working on one for the um, Miami, uh, the two championships. I don't want to see that. I don't think anything. Curry. You you said you don't want that. I don't for the redeem team. No, I'm talking about for the um the Heat, not the Redeem team one. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I didn't know they was doing one for the Heat. The Redeem team, team now, I don't want to see current because I can live their life for social media. I don't need to see that. I'll see, I'll watch a Redeem team. The Dream team was dope. Of course, the Bulls were going to be better than all of them. You know what I'm saying? So, each is on, but everybody about to try to piggy off of this wave. So, it is what it is. You, you you got to. I mean, it is you. Sometimes you you already know. Once something, once they find that something works, they're gonna try and strike while the iron's hot. It's gonna get super saturated. So we're gonna get uh, a bunch of basketball documentaries over the next seven years. That's going to have a last dance type feel to it. Especially a sports continue to have this halt like it is now. You're gonna see a lot of those quick dash documentaries come out. Yeah, Carlos Zambrano and the Cubs. I don't want to see that. Don't even <laughs> just random stuff, man. Not not Zambrano, not Big Z. <laughs> I don't want to see no Cub documentary at all. So, hey, 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 I watch, I watch a Cub stock. I, nah, I'm good. I know you Southside Reed, it's all good. Oh, <laughs> give me one. Of, that's that's like saying you want to watch one on the 05 Sox. I don't even want to watch that. I watch it. Why? Because it's Chicago. Yeah, it was. Dope for the city. Yeah, but it ain't gonna be. The, it, it's not gonna be this. This is this is prime time television. Yeah, I'm not watching Insecure because of this. Okay, I think, <laughs> I think I think Walking Dead might still be on. It might be off. I don't know. I don't keep up with that anymore. What I'm saying is, it doesn't matter what was coming on for the next two hours, for the next three weeks. Watching this. Yeah, I told my. I'm with God, you. I told my God, this is Nothing my. Else exists. This is my equivalent to Roots, man. This is my mini series. If you did this five days in a row, I would have been happy. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you're right. When when this comes on, nothing else matters. One of my one of my homies, I ain't I ain't gone. He shall remain nameless, but he he was like, "Yo, you trying to hop in the wreck on 2K?" And I looked at the message, and I'm like, "Bro, the last dance is on. What is you talking about right now? Ain't no 2K right now. You tripping?" My, I really wanted to message him back, like, why ain't you watching this? What, what's going on with you? Like, you playing 2K? 
2K? 2K? Not right now, bro. Not bro. right now. It's like you right now. It's like school right now. You exactly. Like you don't miss school. this. You don't miss this. Yeah, he was tripping. Yeah, he was tripping. I, I, I don't. I don't know what he was thinking. Uh, texting me about some two K when the last dances. He, he he was out his mind. Uh, but this, like, when I tell you, I'm literally on the edge of my seat for two hours watching this. I, I was I was all the way in it, and um. One of the things that was uh, dope is, you know how like they do the little trivia in between with the commercials and all of that. I didn't know that uh, Dennis has seven games where he had 20 boards and no points. Yeah. That, that's crazy. That's crazy. Seven games where he had 20 boards and no points because he didn't care about putting the ball in the bucket. No. He was like, yo, I know what I'm here to do. I'm going to do it great. And then I'm going to walk off the court. I'm going to shotgun this beer and, uh, you know, go fuck a, brat, a bad white broad. That <laughs> <laughs> was Dennis. That's a thing in the life of Dennis Rodman. Joe, my man said, like, so we had to go get Dennis. We had to go find Dennis. Yeah. Mike, like, Dennis, ain't, he ain't coming back. So yeah. we had to go find Dennis. I, where did they, they say they found him in Vegas? Or where did they say they found him? They didn't say, they didn't say where they found him, or did they? No, they didn't. Nah. Nah, that they just you just kind of assumed it was Vegas, but he was yeah. he said I'm not gonna tell you what I saw in the room. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you what I found in the bed. <laughs> That's my question. Call me lecture. Look, finding them in the bed or whatever you found them in the bed. That's one thing, right? But he wasn't in Vegas. Where did yeah. y'all find this nigga? Where's where you in Albuquerque, New Mexico, or some shit? Where, where the fuck was this? Puerto Rico. Who knows, man. <laughs> Is yo, it I could watch more episodes on just Dennis Rodman alone and be good. Oh, yeah, it's a hella entertainment, it's extremely entertaining. It was, it was live, man. It was live. This, this is by far this, this was the highlight for me. Better than one and two, one and two was dope, but three and four definitely top. So yeah. I can't wait for the next one. So we got, like I mentioned, we got uh, Dream Team Episode 5. Do you think they're going to get into the Mike and um, Isaiah beef a little bit more in depth? Because that has to you go have to. You have to. You have well, to. They, they, they set it up. They yeah. already set it up. Absolutely. They, they set it up. Absolutely. So now we're going to get it. So, I mean, that's something we already knew, though. We knew that. Yeah. You, know, you know what I didn't know from watching this shit, though? All them niggas was kissing each other way too much for me. I, way too much, um, way too much niggas kissing each other on the, the cheek. Ain't nobody the, uh, What was it, Doug Collins? The Doug Collins? Yeah, that was. Yeah, come that over, was Mike, kiss. come over here. We got the kiss for him. Come on, they all did with the kiss on the. They did the weave. They did. They was about to do the weave and baby. So get the cheek. Like, um, like, like, like Dick Bavetta and um. <laughs> No, that was blatant. <laughs> that was intentional. Yo, that was that was way too much. What's going on around here, man? Yo, and didn't Scott Burrell didn't Scott Burrell try and kiss Mike in the uh in, in episode one or episode two or something like that? Oh, he said give me a hug. Scott Burrell. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He be clapping Scott Burrell. 
<laughs> He'd be clowning him. Hey, yo, he... <laughs> your championship don't count. <laughs> he said, Mom and Dad, your son's alcoholic. That killed me. That killed me. That killed me. That killed me. Mike didn't care about it. I love this, man. They was like, he was like, please don't put this on the tape. <laughs> that was classic. That was classic. Yo. I definitely, I definitely loved that that whole little interaction. I'm like, yes. Yo, I would have I would have lived to be on those planes with them, man. As a fly on the wall. I already know it was going up. It was hella cigar smoking niggas playing crabs. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's this it. Is some, this is some nigga shit right going on right now. How <laughs> about traveling to, uh, cocaine circus, nigga? You fit right in. You yeah. tell me y'all not doing cocaine, but you shooting craps. For real. You got craps and cigars, but ain't nobody doing no thing. Nobody tooting cane no more. Yeah. Oh, we just drinking now. <laughs> Get out of here. Yo, man. Hey. I could watch this. They could give me all of the season. I mean, all of the episodes, one after another, and I'm a. I I will watch them all right now. I'm glad they're doing it every Sunday, two hours. That's perfect. It's they pure entertainment. That formula. Now, like you said, they gonna saturate it and do the the the, the docs and whatever, whatever. Yeah. Cool. They don't necessarily need to do it um, with all the Bulls teams. I mean, sports basketball teams, I should say, but. That two-hour, I, I don't know how I feel about five weeks, but that two-hour joint, that's solid. That's solid. That, that's a, that's solid because you really get to give me context. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I feel like there's a, there's a couple sports stories out there that you could get into that with. Give me the Patriots, man, off bat. Give me the Patriots. Patriots for sure. The Patriots for sure. I would, I would love that because – you know, just first of all, that Tom Brady, Bill Belichick dynamic is real hush, hush, and real personal anyway. Just oh, like this shit about to hit the fan about all of that. Look, oh, look, definitely, look, definitely. You know, I'm a Brady man. Yeah. Brady, my boy. I was Patriots. All this shit that's going on right now, I don't understand, but I know that the Patriots are going to get paid for what they just did for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one way or another. Yeah, you, you 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 just you just let you know Tom leaving, okay? And then you send Gronk down there just for a fourth round pick. Come on now, what what is that about? Yeah, that's not enough. That's definitely not enough. That, that I, that's one I would pay to watch. I would pay to watch that. Crazy story. I heard uh, I heard Gronk say he was like getting interviewed on one of those uh, NFL shows. And he was like, a couple years ago, he got traded. This is why he retired. He got traded to the Lions. Who? Gronk. What? He got traded to the Lions, but he found out before the Patriots told him. So by the time the Patriots called and told him that, hey, you got traded to the Lions, he's like, I retired. With uh, with, uh, with uh, Patricia there? With the coach? Yeah. This was two uh, years ago. This was two years ago. And Gronk was like, well, I'm retired, so, you know, I'm <laughs> Whatever, and that's how he stayed on. The, that's why he was still on the Patriots. That's why when he came out of retirement, they was able. able they they, to had, to, they to, had to pick up the contract. Yeah, that's no, it. they didn't pick up. They didn't pick up the contract. He was already. He was still on. He yeah, was, he was still still on right. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they had. They 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 had rights to him. Right, right. So, I that's wow. I, I never knew that. That's crazy. Crazy. 
I would I would watch a Patriots documentary in a heartbeat. I'll watch a Patriots documentary. Um I'm trying to think about what baseball team. Boston. Boston. I'm definitely when Boston was running, no? Oh, watch no Red Sox documentary. I would watch Boston's dog. Why not? Honestly, they with the way things turned on. out, with the way things have turned out, I want to watch a documentary on the Houston Astros. I was just gonna say that. Give me Boston and Houston about the sign stealing. About <laughs> they they hold paint them to be good guys, make it look good to get the little ship. All oh, you niggas was still inside. They cheated the buzzer. The buzzer. <laughs> and then how many different organizations it has affected and impacted since then? You know. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it didn't spread out a lot. So I would I would watch that, but I would watch I would watch uh Boston with the way that they came back. I'm definitely watching that. Uh, nah. Uh, I'm with, I, I mean, I like, the, if, I like the controversy and bullshit, man. <laughs> give me give me Houston, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. I dig that. It's gonna be tough for me to watch a baseball one anyway. You, but, not, you, you don't do baseball? Eh, I watch it, but it's you watch a Ken Griffey. You'll watch a Ken Griffey doc in a minute. In a heartbeat. See, you, you just they, you just don't like anybody anymore because you don't identify because it's, it's none of us really playing the game like that. Yeah, uh-huh. Ken, Ken Griffey was everything in the nineties. If you wanted to play baseball, you wanted to be Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey was the baseball Michael Jordan. Yeah, he worked really? backwards. He did everything. He played defense. He could hit home runs. He 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 was the Golden Gloves. It, it, he was everything. Had his own shoe. Yeah, he had it right. He had a dope shoe. Had his own video game. What would you get from Griffey that you don't know though? We know he seems to be the the squeaky kid, squeaky clean. Are we going to get anything different in that doc? Unless we do like a Barry Bonds, where we got the seven years in Pittsburgh, then all of a sudden it just start building up. Yeah, my my dad introduced me to the PEDs. <laughs> Did it just go crazy, man? He said, "Dad, dad hooked me up. Dad hooked me up. Now I'm a junk." If, it, if it, that's something I need to see, because baseball doesn't have faces like the NBA. You know, the NBA can market their players. Baseball, they really try to keep it to the old man joints. The owners, you know, more than the players most times. Because it's all about the team. Baseball is. A- been more a team game. It, it's never really been centered around the individual. I'm down for the Astros, man. Give me that. I just don't think baseball has anybody to market like that either, though. That's true. Like, they, their players don't really have personality. Like, the 90s, their players had personality. They used to market. Baseball used to market their players. How do I know about um the nigga used to have a wild-ass open stance? He used to be a first baseman for, um, for the Atlanta Braves. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Andres. Wild-ass last name. He had the open baseball stance with the high, with the high. Oh, choke. Guadalajara. Yeah. How the hell do I know about him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Colorado. They, you see, but you, but you know, but y'all know who I'm talking about. They yeah, used yeah. to market baseball players. Something yeah. changed along the way. And yeah. it's because I mean, it was, that's that's very that that's a good point. Um, and and I think it really had a lot more to do with the way that the game was played then and how it's changed now. After the steroid era, I think it changed yeah. because they needed to clean up baseball. Right. 
So then they, they really wanted to bring it back more to the team orientation and everything and not necessarily market on one player, unless you was just like extremely out of this world. So you can still market around a guy like uh, Alex Rodriguez before all of the ugliness and a uh, Derek Jeter and a guy like nowadays you could probably market around like an Aaron Judge. You could probably market around him. They tried Bryce. Bryce ain't work. They tried. They tried Bryce Harper. And that's because it started to have like this ugly stigmas around him about how he was just uh, kind of self-centered. I still like Bryce Harper. They wanted to be Trout, but Trout is in a right market, but the wrong team. Yeah, that and and he's not. You you have to have a guy who wants to be in the center of attention. Mike Trout ain't really that. The talent Javi, is there. Javi. The talent is undeniable. Watch Javi. Javi can do it. Javi can do it. Javi Baez can probably do it. He got the team. He got the market. He got the talent. Yeah. So how did he just get traded to the Dodgers? Hell no. Don't speak that. No, boy. Mm -mm. <laughs> Hey, 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 don't be talking, don't be talking crazy. I just, I, just, I just asked the question. I mean, you know, it might mess around and happen. You can't talk like that. Didn't somebody just get traded to the Dodgers? Uh, not Baez. Some, somebody, somebody did move to the, somebody. Uh, Mookie Betts. Yeah, Mookie Betts from uh, Boston. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not bad. That's another one. You could kind of say Mookie Betts. I don't know his personality, though, because he was up in – on the East Coast. Yeah. And it wasn't New York. He's in another market now. He's in another huge market now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not unobtainable. That Dodgers, that, something with the Dodgers just feels off. They always feel like they're going to come up short. Something's wrong over there. And Clayton they Kershaw, a, not that deal. So <laughs> they, they spend a lot of money to uh, not have the banners and not have the rings. Yeah. I didn't know Puig, I didn't even know Puig didn't play for him no more. I'm like, now I'm so far behind on baseball. Puig like, yeah, went to a couple of different teams since then. He and, uh, Cincinnati Cincinnati, and right? He went How does that happen? Else. They just sprung you from Cuba and now you're just in Cincinnati? It's yeah, like, hey, that's rough. <laughs> that's baseball for you, though. You get gee, the, they, the baseball pieces get moved quick. Gee, they just uh, committed whole crimes for you. And <laughs> you just. <laughs> <laughs> and you just he's not even Cincinnati or Ohio, damn. Yo, that'll be you know uh, uh now if you're talking about baseball documentaries, you can start doing it on players. So like if you got a Puig documentary and you like try to take him back home or David Ortiz, I watch that. The way like uh that I watch that. You talk about some controversy. David Ortiz need to answer up. <laughs> you know why you got shot. They right. you know what I'm story. saying. Tell the real story. Because from what I understand is you was out there with the raw person's woman. You yeah. got your ass shot. And now yeah. we're going to give you a job and put you on television so this drug lord don't kill your ass. Right, just so you don't get shot again. Because it's like he's trying to come back. That's what I watch. He can't go back. Yeah, no, oh, no, no, no. He's staying stateside for forever. He stayed <laughs> on television for a long time. He's staying somewhere with somebody going to have some eyes on him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I need to be somewhere with CCTV at all times. <laughs> My job needs to be something where, you know, if I don't show up on a in a timely fashion, on a regular basis. For me. <laughs> Definitely. Let me ask y'all a question. 
Did um did y'all talk about um pray for Paris? Who? Who? Uh uh. Pray y'all for ain't talking about no. the West Side Gun yet? No. Oh. I was, because you know, I I know y'all do music reviews here. That's why I was yeah. excited to come on here. I, you didn't listen to it? No. I listened to it. I listened to it, and it's it's decent. But it's decent. Side gun, man. It's, I have decent. It. So you all have to tell me: Is he doing? He going to his action Bronson Ghostface mode? Look, man. Look. First of all, what y'all not going to do here is y'all not going to sit here and disrespect the GOAT like that, all right? The GOAT? Stop it. Y'all Let's not this whole podcast down. Y'all not going to sit here. No, I'm going crazy with the GOAT. Don't, 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 don't. Of course, of course not. He's not even the best in his camp, though. No. So who better than him? I know Benny. what you're going to say. You're going to say Benny, right? And Conway, both of them. The producer. You disrespectful, y'all. Y'all don't like him because of the ad libs and shit, right? No, that's the reason I do like him. He's a mascot, though. That's the no, best. He the mascot. Best part. Never mind. Never. I don't even want to talk about it no more. Cause y'all <laughs> don't agree with up. me, so I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's the best part, man. <laughs> I used to feel like that. I. You know what? You know why Westside my favorite one out of all of them? Talk to me. Cause I used to feel like that. I used to Khan used to be my favorite one. I okay. Khan was my favorite one. Then it was West, and then it was Benny. And then and, and the Benny reason why I had him in that, Benny was last. Wow. I'm and I'm gonna tell you why. Because mm. for me, early on, Benny didn't have solid projects. It's early stuff. I agree. It was, he, it was he, commercial. Like, like like Butcher on Steroids. Yeah. You know what okay. I'm saying? It, it, um, there was a joint before that. Um, a friend of ours was okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? All right, um, but Conway, like that Shade Four Five joint when he went crazy for like six minutes, yeah. ever since then. And then I heard but, Rejects Two. After yeah. I heard Rejects Two, I'm like, yo, this like Reason moved out. Like mm -hmm. this is this is this is rap. You know what I'm saying? This is one of the best albums I've ever heard. Period. I argue about it, but like West, man, the reason why West is my favorite is because his projects, man. His, He's consistently project after project been consistent with his whole project. Conway's had misses on project. Benny's had misses on project. I can name you some bad Conway projects. I can, what? I can, I can name you some that Black Tape didn't hit like that. Okay. Okay, but that was like, what was that, 2016? Gee, this last one didn't really, Lulu didn't hit like that. Lulu was okay. Lulu was, yeah, Lulu was. Look what, I, look what I've become didn't hit like that. Mm. You, you get my point now. But Wes, pray for Paris, slap. Hitler 7, slap. Fly Hitler. God Awesome God, slap. I'll give you Hitler. I'll give you Hitler. Hitler 6, slap. Hitler 5, slap. Supreme Blind Tail. That's dope too. I ain't gonna Bro, what I'm telling you is out of the camp, West has the has the catalog of the most consistent project. Hitler six and seven and Fly God is an awesome guy. That was a great stretch. Fly God was dope. Bro, what do you you don't this, mean you didn't like Hitler Five? <sighs> you didn't like Supreme Blind Tail. That was dope. Okay, so that's four yeah. albums in a row. Them albums, them ain't EPs, them ain't seven, 
seven track joints with three, four hard ones. So you say it's great like Benny did with plugs. Niggas went crazy over plugs. It's only seven songs. Miss me. Wes got catalog, oh, bro. I get you. I get you. And I that's why that's why that nigga's my nigga. Also, this is another thing with Wes, bro. Did y'all listen to Party? You haven't listened to Party with Pop Smoke? Yeah. You know who made that beat, right? Nah. Tyler, the creator. A word? Go back and listen to that beat. Tyler, the creator, made that beat. These Griselda, what I will give all of them is they have such a wave that when you get someone like Tyler, the creator, to make you a beat, yeah, and it sound like that. It don't sound like Tyler the Creator made that beat. It sound like Derringer Alchemist made that beat. Yeah, his feature is dope too. Tyler, Tyler got a dope feature on that too. Was- Bro, the track with Wale, I hate Wale. You hate Wale? I hate Wale. Not a Wale fan. Not a Wale. Fan. Man, this is the last time Reed is gonna show up on the Wrap Up podcast. <laughs> Not a Wale fan, man, but. But Wale is that, my guy. What? I don't like your guy. Sorry. If I wanted to, if I want to listen to that, I, I listen to some R&B. That's what I'm Matter of fact, I'll do you one better. This would really kill Wale fans. I'll listen to Drake. Because that's the same type of rap. It's chick rap. No. It's chick rap. It's chick rap. No. Never. It's not just chick rap. This chick rap. First, first of all, Wale, Wale is 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 way more intricate, way more. He he got so many layers, dog. He, he does. He does. And there's no knock on Drake. Drake is cool for what he does. Drake. But is, it's chick rap. It's Drake is chick rap. It's way more than just chick rap. If you only getting chick rap out of it, then you're not listening to the layers. You're not listening. You only getting the surface level. That's the surf. That that's the problem. That's what that's what I'm I'm exposed to first is the surface. <laughs> nah, but the the the, the, the West Side joint though, the Pray for Paris was was great for me. I I man, y'all. I really, liked it. I, I liked it. I, I just, you said it was decent. Don't change up on me. No, this, no, no. Decent. We're from decent Chicago, is, bro. Decent no. and like the two different things. <laughs> Come on, man. I right, so look. Decent. You you said you and context. See niggas don't be knowing, bro. You didn't say it was decent. You said it was decent. Context, bro. We from Chicago, bro. Don't do you're right. that. You right. Then you gonna right. change your answer to say I liked it. That's I. It was I. Right, I'm sticking with it was decent. See, the, even even the second even the second official decent was still it was decent. <laughs> I'm gonna re- so look this this last project doesn't change my outlook on Westside. I still I still I still vibe with Westside. If you put out something tomorrow, I'm listening to it. Right. The whole Griselda game, and and I big up both of y'all for putting me on the whole crew because nobody really pushed it on me like 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 both of y'all did with 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 Griselda. Pause. But <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but it's like this this project for me, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't nearly his best. I still take I still take Hitler five, six, and seven, and Fly God is an awesome guy over Pray for Paris. But it was it. it was decent. I feel it. 
Yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll still spin it when it come through. On yeah, I definitely listen to it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel and, it. Yeah, I, I I rock with it, but you know, hey, he ain't better than Benny. He ain't better than Conway. <laughs> well, let me say this then: Benny be consistently having the best verses on the West Side Project because that verse on George Bondo, crazy, crazy. Let me get into this sucker tonight, man. Crazy. Bro, spin it tonight. It's a quick listen anyway. Bro, that BSF joint, did you listen to the B did you see the BSF video for the mob and quarantine? Yeah. You heard the quarantine verse. Yes. Jeez, somebody Bananas. get this nigga, man. Bananas. Yo, it was it's yo, they did their thing. That's the so I think I think Benny's gonna end up being that that nigga for me when he drops like that follow-up to Tana Talk 3. Because Tana Talk 3 was great. That's what I need. That's his best album. Yeah. It was dope. That, that, of course, of course. That in plugs I met is is, is that's an EP. Thing. That don't count. That's that's, that's cool. true, true. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. albums is like a you get you got to get me over me 11, 12. 12 songs. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For me to be exactly. like, all right, this is an album. It, it took time for this. This is a couple verses. You feel yeah. me? Um, but I think Benny gonna drop that album this year. I'm I hoping. Think, you know why I think he's gonna drop it because of all the different people he's been linking with out of all of them. He's the one who's stepped outside and done features with other people that you might not expect on that commercial type of route. Yeah, right. you know what I like? He got Hove. Hove really likes him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hove really likes him. When, when he was talking to um the interview when Hove was telling him, like, don't do the double XL joint, I was like, yo, if he got if he got Hove's ear like that. I something's coming. Something's coming. I'm gonna do number take a style for his next album, man. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's what that's fine. Yeah. Hope was just a Muslim not too long ago, and before that he was teaching me about you know business and literacy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if we finna get yeah. drunk dealer hole, Benny the nigga to bring it out, let's Yo. go. Let's go. If you telling me, if you telling me I'm finna get 96 hole. <laughs> Or, or better yet, what was it? 97 Hove. Wasn't that this song called 97 Hove? Yeah. Hey, hey, get in the damn car. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Put him in the bubble X and it's over with. Let's go. You feel me? Yo, oh, did y'all see Just? Y'all see the Just? Just, um. Yes. Did you hear the snippet that he put? Just and Griselda got a track with Prodigy? It's going to be crazy, bro. They only it was it was only it was a small snippet. I want that and whatever they did with Kanye because Westside was like, "Yo, he heard." Um, yeah. He said that they did some work with Kanye and he heard Kanye new project and it was crazy. I want to see whatever collaboration they did with Kanye and whatever this Benny and Hove is is that's going to be crazy. As long as for the last two years, it's going to be nuts for 2020. As long as Kanye is not rapping on none of this shit with them and he's just there to produce, I'm cool. I'll take some rap, Kanye. Oh. No! Bro, you, yeah. you just did the Jesus album. I better not hear you rapping on the fucking track with fucking Griselda. No, that- he, gotta, he, gotta, he, he ain't got to change his vein. He ain't got to change his lane with them. You can still be Kanye. No. Nah. Just produce, you, can flip that in, you can flip that in so many ways, bro. Nah, bro. I don't. I don't want you. I don't even want them to attempt to do that. Don't. <laughs> no. Just produce. Just produce, huh? Just produce, man. I take whatever I could get, man. It's they, them. They they too 
dope of a collective to not come out with something crazy. I, I'm going to like whatever it is. No matter, no matter how you feed it to me, I think it's going to be dope. I, have, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm protective over Griselda, man. I've been rocking with these <laughs> niggas since 2016, all right? And, yeah. And I, I've been telling niggas for years, like, all oh, these niggas, bog, bog, bog. I think it's like, eh. I'm like, right. y'all niggas Kendrick Lamar down. I was Kendrick down. You feel me? Yeah. And I'm waiting on Kendrick. I, I that, that it's nigga's time. Been, it's, it's, it's time, time. For him to run back through. Yeah, it's time. For it's him time. To run back through. It's yeah. time. Um, but um, yeah, man, Griselda. I, I be defensive about Griselda, man. But, I, as you should, as you should. Hey, I, like I said, man, big ups to both of y'all because y'all yeah. ones who said, "Yo, like, check these cats out," because nobody else is coming tougher right now. And once I finally listened, I was like, I've been missing out on this for years. And then I had to. I I, I jumped down like mid-2018 or something like that. Um, what, and Well, no, it was like late 2018, going into 2019. That was kind of talk three times. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so then I, that's when I had to go back. I had to go back and, 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 and get all of the early work. And now I'm like, yo, I'm caught up, and I won't miss a beat no more. Yeah, if that drop anything, I'm all over it. Yeah, that was that was Hitler's, that was Hitler's sixth in town talk three. That was... Yeah, yeah. <sighs> You feel me? It was crazy. It was crazy. That what a time to be alive. <laughs> Them boy, they they don't miss. They do not miss, man. They owned last year. Everything that they touched was gold. Man. Bro, they they don't miss. Like I'm so excited because I'm gonna hear Hogue over Alchemist again. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> that shit. That shit with that shit with JLX. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. That was for the black Muslims. I get it. I know who that was for. That was for the nation of Islam. Okay. <laughs> FOI. <laughs> when when this nigga when this <laughs> when this nigga comes back with Benny and them, yeah. It ain't to play with y'all. It's the aim with y'all. I promise you. That's it's what I'm be, waiting on, man. It's gonna be ugly. That's what I'm waiting on. If we could get that in 2020. It's a wrap. I don't even. I don't even need nothing else. I don't need nothing else from nobody. If we can get that, I'm all in. You gonna you gonna get a lot this year from that whole Griselda camp because supposedly this West last year rapping. Hopefully he changed because he's West. West has been saying that for the past year now, like 2020 is last year rapping. Hopefully after beating COVID 19, maybe he changed his mind. But like this rap. And what I what I really like about the rap game right now is not too many people are even trying to bite this lane. Cause you can't. You you first of all, when you got the lane, when you got a lane that they have, you have to be authentic, or else be holes in your story. That's why the only people who really do it this well is Griselda, um, 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 Freddie Gibbs, Pusha T. These cats got a lane and a level of authenticity so that it's to a point where if you ain't coming with that same level of authenticity, people going to see it on you. They're going to smell it on you. And they're going to be like, this ain't for you. Right. A lot of folks can't get in this lane. A lot of people stay away from it because you got to be able to back this up. You and that's what I'm saying about, like, that's that's what I like about Pray for Paris. Because, like, yeah, it's not one of his best albums, but it's still good. You right? But that track, $500 ounces. Crazy. Steph, when you listen to this shit and you get the five hundred dollar ounces, cause it comes it comes on right after Allah sent me. And Freddie Gibbs on. I'm looking at the track list now. Yeah. You feel me? 
Allah sent me, I'm about to spoil it for you, but you know how the niggas, how um, they do the hauling ass shit where they go back and forth? Yeah. Uh, they do it with all three of them now. Yeah. On Allah sent me. Crazy. So you, you just get off of that roller coaster and hearing these niggas do what they do, and that shit is one of the hard shit, right? Benny Conway and Westside. Do the, do the three-man weave oh, on that bitch, you yeah. feel me? And it's, I, it's crazy. So you get that, right? And then this whole, then this, then this motherfucking five hundred dollar ounces comes on, right? <laughs> this whole pimp ass shit, right? This shit coming yeah. through the door, like the horns. You like, oh, yeah. Like if if you smoke that, as soon as that shit come on, that's when you like the blunt, like, ugh. <laughs> you feel me? Like if you in the car, that's when you accelerate it. It's it's that type of song. Like you hit it when you know the light from the turn green. It's that song. You feel me? I'm gonna check it. Because that's one of the best joints on there for sure. Because it's it, that track's so crazy to me because it sounds like each of their songs. What I mean by that, like, it could have been Freddie Gibbs featuring the other two. It could have been Rock featuring the other two. Like, they all owned it with their verse. Like, Freddie murdered My verse is crazy. Freddie murdered it. Yeah. And, then, and then as soon as his verse go off, here go Rock. This nigga come on with some old pimp strolling shit. Yeah. This Rock nigga, came with it. He came with it. This nigga come on, and then West come on, and, and this nigga comes on rapping, like rapping, rapping, like he ain't even playing. He, this nigga comes on rapping. West, so I'm like, West, yeah. look, man, what, like, like Eurostep. If you really listen to Eurostep, not too many ad libs. Nigga was just spitting. Yeah, like he was just rapping. That's how he came on five hundred dollar ounces. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get it. The album's not like his best shit, but it's good as fuck because like. With the beat selection, he stepped outside the box. I love the old tags. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The Ross Fly Guy. If you really listen to them, like if you ever listen to Ross Fly Guy, the little three track, one joint that's all together, it's like 14 minutes, but it's three different tracks. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, it's got like all the tags. It's like, oh man, like the tags is vintage, it's throwback, it's nostalgic. Like that's why I like the album. It's well put together for the Griselda fans, but like, bro, that, that, there's some shit on there, man. There's some shit on there. It is. It is. It is, man. It's 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 you gonna be bad. I'm gonna say it again. It's decent. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, like man. It. You know, whatever. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. You said whatever, man. You got you got you gotta come see me now. Like, damn really. <laughs> oh, you know I'm gonna pull up. Don't let me catch you at the gas station. I Brother, this is shit you was talking, bro. I no, I ain't even gonna run up. I ain't gonna run down on you. I'm gonna make sure you gotta be somewhere on time. And when we shake hands, it's just gonna be one of them. Ah, you can't go in the gas station. Yeah, I ain't teaching. You know how niggas do. You like, bro. You try to shake away. They like, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Yo, man. Hey, I, hey, I tell you what though. I'm finna go spin it again right now. I'm finna go spin it again right now, just just to hop back in the lane. Cause I like I said, I listened to it a couple of times and I'm like, yeah, I could definitely rock it. Y'all ain't been listening to nothing else. That that's like I said, that's why I want to come on here, man. The music reviews y'all been having, man, like like them shit. Yeah, man. And so like honestly, I ain't really been listening to nothing new. Honestly. Yeah. Um Cause what the last one we did was who Janae? 
It might have been. And I think we did that in passing. We yeah, we talked about Joyner <laughs> Lucas. Joyner Lucas joint was straight. We uh we talked about G Herbo. Um we did G Herbo. I liked his joint. I um, like G Herbo shit too. Like that party in heaven track is a solid banger. That's yo, a banger. I definitely like this joint. Um who else? Tory Lane's new joint is solid. It's nah, a you want rocking with it? I can't rock with Tory at all, bro. Word, not at him, all. Him is his, him and his personality cool, but the music, I don't know. Like, I think the thing is, um, I have a preference for voices, and I just don't like what he does with the voice. It's it's too much. It's it's kind of annoying. It's like, yeah, his his project was straight to me. I thought it was decent. I thought it it, it was. Now I see what you're saying with the decent because I put it like this. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Everything, man. All right, all right. Because you see I, how you said it? It was so honest, bro. We from Chicago, bro. That's why I, I said on you. Do I feel you. So I can't, I can't put. This nigga said the Tory was decent. I can't put the West Side decent next to the Tory Lane decent. You just put it next. You literally I, just put I, it next I, to it. Damn, Reed. I said I'm sorry, bro. I right, God damn it. <laughs> All right, so Tory was up. Tory was I, right, and Westside was decent, <laughs> better decent, <laughs> level of decency. <laughs> Damn man, but other than that, I ain't, I ain't really been listening to too much. It, uh, it. Too funny. I feel it. Uh, the only thing I've been seeing, I know the baby came out, but that, eh, eh. I, I ain't, I ain't chop it up yet. So I mean, yeah. probably will. I'll get around to it. I love the fact Future brought out all the mixtapes, though. Oh, he brought them back? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. 56 Nights, Purple Rain, Beast Mode, thanks. Like, 56 Nights was crazy. So Thanks. Know, that'll get another spin. Thanks. That was a good lane. That was it's good brought lane. back some memories. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, Future, Future had a run. Like, I feel like Radical, or, or was it Monster? Yeah, Monster, like, had bars on it, bro. Like, he had a good run for like three or four years. He had a solid run. The mixtapes was everything that was bumping in the streets. Yeah, you couldn't go nowhere or or put nothing uh in, in a tape deck or none of that without hearing Future on something. True. He had everything running. True. I ate that uh the new Travis Scott joint was straight. It's just a single. Uh, but um, what was it? Him and, uh, Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. Yeah, yeah, the joint with Kid Cudi. That's yeah, I, I ain't listening to it. I that was fresh. You ain't like it? Ah, uh, I thought. I think was, they should do an album together, though. They got, they got, they have styles that'll mesh. They got meshing styles for sure. It mesh, but that intergalactic stuff, I, it's too much, man. You don't do, you don't like Travis? I didn't until um, Aaron made me listen to him. We, what review was we doing? Was it Astro World? Yeah, I think it was Astro. Listen to him for like the first time. I like really listened to him. It's all right. Production is on point, but production's crazy. But the lyrics and all that, it's it's hit or miss. That ain't even his best album, though. His What's his best? Well, boy, we about to argue again. What's his best album? Best album is uh uh Birds in the Trap sing McKnight. Yes. Nah. That's the album. What you think is Astro World? Astro World better than than Birds though. Never. Yeah. Romeo the best album though. 
Rodeo straight. It had, Rodeo and, and Rodeo the best album. It, Rodeo was nice. Rodeo Rodeo just got certain songs on it that I think for an artist to establish themselves in music, they have to have solo tracks that have real identity and meaning that give them a character and give them a lane and give them context for you to, to get into. Birds is commercial, if you ask me. It's commercial. It's commercial if you listen to Rodeo. If you listen to Days Before Rodeo and you listen to Rodeo, that's Travis Scott. Like, that's the raw Travis Scott. Birds in, Birds in the Trap, like, that's got the pick up the phone track. That's got the joint he did with Kendrick Lamar that was real poppy. That was the one that got nominated for all the shit, remember? And he yeah, didn't yeah, win. Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. Now, Astro World, I feel like is uh, um, it's a more polished birds because the production was there, the type of commercial tracks were there, but it was it was better put together. You know what I'm saying? Like his singles were better put together, like Sicko Mode. Yeah, that that's that's great because you didn't he didn't follow that uh the typical ABAB format of a hit song, but just did fire verses with a hot artist and we switched the beat. And they both was, you know, some some type they of common track. So yeah, I I can see that. I can see that. But it, for I really think like he's he's got a good run going to a point. Yeah. Where he can he can he can have some hip hop dominance if he continues the way that he's going right now. Yeah. Because Travis. Travis. Yeah. 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 Tra- Travis is Travis is probably one of. He's definitely one of the top artists in the game. Um, Popularity-wise, he's one of the top artists in the game because you know you got the baby with the Jenna chick. You you doing Fortnite? You doing Fortnite? He's popular. He's doing Fortnite. He's doing the Nike collab. Yeah, Cactus Jack shit is everywhere. He's doing it right. I tell you, everything that touched that Kardashian shit, say what you want about them hoes, but everything that touched that shit. It's blowing up. <laughs> Look, Yay Ye, Ye was just complaining he was fifty million dollars in debt. Now this nigga a billionaire. <laughs> hey, show me the light. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Is it any more left? I think they all. I told you what What's the light for Kendall? I told you Kendall. Only one left, man. It's the only the one left. John? It's up for grabs. The skinny John. And she only like the white boy. She ain't. She, she, I ain't seen her bring a nigga home yet. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a wrap. She ain't, she ain't got with the program yet. She ain't ready to sacrifice yeah. herself yet. Is it? <laughs> what you talking to Eric Gordon? Was she? Well, he white too, so. Eric Gordon don't really count, though. <laughs> they he ain't really busting like that. They they tried to, nah, see, uh, Chloe tried the minimal star, okay? And <laughs> Travis, with, uh, uh, Tristan, Tristan? Yeah, with Tristan, and that didn't work. Lamar worked, but you turned that nigga into a crackhead. So yeah, yeah right, straight. He turned into a dope fiend. I was like, man, that nigga was nice too. Like, <laughs> how that work? So, and then Courtney, the other, the other little sister, she available. Courtney available. She don't fuck with the Scott nigga, no. Oh, she don't work. She got oh, like two, she already got two kids. She the oldest one too. So she yeah. oh, the mouse is the mouse is heavy. That's like. That's like 350,000 miles uh, a Ford F-150. <laughs> She's 11. That's a lot, yeah. You stay away from those. Yeah, this is <laughs> she didn't have four owners. Nah, man, I don't want <laughs> to. F-150. 
<laughs> yeah, man. She yeah, F one fifty with two hundred fifty thousand miles. She's gonna be like, yeah, she still run good. I bet she do. I'm straight. I don't need that, man. She only takes shell though. <laughs> no, no BP, none of that speed. Oh, none, of that, none of that E85 87. That's it. Yeah, hollow for her, man. Nah. You gotta open the door with a screwdriver. <laughs> Before you start it up. Hey. <laughs> Get a tank, man. Check out no gas cap. <laughs> hey, hey, real shit, real shit. Uh, <laughs> one of my brothers, who shall remain nameless, this nigga, uh, his gear shift used to be a screwdriver. I just told that, man. Hey, it be like that. That's, hey. It's, it, it be like, it's never been like that for me. If it's ever been like that for one of y'all, I, I just want oh, to say. No, nah, it's just, hey. It, it, oh, you just, so you've seen it like that. It hasn't been like that. You just see yeah, it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I have I have yet to have a, a, a Kourtney Kardashian. Man, cold world. Call it from now on. If you, if you got a, a, a screwdriver as your gear shift or a screwdriver to open the door, you got a Kourtney Kardashian. You may not have knew it before today. But you got one. <laughs> yo, yo, man. So, hey, um, yo, plug, plug your stuff, man. One more time, Reed. Let them know where they reach you at. Uh, how often do y'all record and all that? Um, we try to record every week, if not every other week. Um, plenty shows, Reasonable Ignorance, uh, Jazzy World Podcast, Session Conversation Podcast. Check me out. Um, at the cloudiest Twitter. Instagram, all that shit. That's about it. Yo, man, you know where you can reach us at? It's at the Wrap Up Pod on all social media platforms, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Instagram, all that good stuff, man. Bree, I appreciate you rocking with us, bro. Last time, even though you talk bad about my guy Wale, we got we got we got to clear that up. We got to clear that up off air, bro. We got to clear that up. <laughs> hey, we we in this box, bro. <laughs> meet me, hey, meet me at the Shell gas station. We gotta have a conversation. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that. That's fine, man. Over Wale, if if that's what it's going, if that's where our friendship is taking us. Yo, man, it's it's been hey, 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 man, it's it's easily over a decade of friendship, and you gonna ruin this over Wale, but that's what it's you gonna ruin be. it over Wale. You like, oh man, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, look, Wale better than Westside. Shots fired. Do 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 do. Damn, it's it's really that bad, bro. I it's that bad out everything. here. It's really that bad. You, you tell Matt, I hate, I hate it had to be me. <laughs> you tell Matt, I hate it had to be me. Yo, it's going to be one. <laughs> no, no doubt, bro, man. I really appreciate you coming on. This won't be the last time, man. We definitely- uh, bro, I appreciate y'all having me on for real. Step no, back to me, my dude. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Peace, peace. Hey. All right, bro.